Hey everyone, welcome back to Just the Tips. I am Paco bringing you Just the Tips. This is where I bring you my everyday conversations that I have with my manufacturers, with my integrators, end users, where I just bring you the tips of my conversations. And hopefully this helps you be more successful out in the field. I have Samantha Potter with me from Allen and Heath, and we're going to talk about IP controllers from Alan and Heath. Hey, I'm back again. Again, voice. look at that. <laughs> <laughs> so IP controllers, I had, uh, actually I have it and, and you hear it a lot, I'm sure, where people um, don't want to mix from an iPad, even though we have all these app-based, you know, things that we can do with, you know, mm. SQ, DLive, Q, uh, and a lot of times it's this great way to get things done. But then there's also those that are like, you know, I don't, I don't want to touch glass. I want to touch physical knobs, physical rotors, IP. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I, I meet people who are like that, who don't like to mix on iPads all the time, but then also there are just some people who are total like Luddites and are technophobes and just like, you know, they get knobs and buttons. They understand that, or they're able to like reach for it and they can physically touch it and know what they're touching. And so people sometimes just prefer that. I, I understand both sides. Uh, so I get it. Yeah. So yeah, we have IP controllers. Um, we have the IP1, the IP6, and the IP8, which are all different versions of basically knobs and or buttons or motorized faders to give like a tactile control over something, whether it be just like you said, like in the DLive world or Avantis world, or even the HM64, which by now everybody knows is, is my favorite little thing. The IP1 is fits inside of a little single gang box here in the US and it's got uh, a nice little OLED screen and it's got a knob that has basically two functions at any given second. Uh, so you've got the regular rotary and then you can push and turn to do something else. Uh, and so depending on what system you've got that hooked up with, it can do anything from simple like zone or level control of a room uh, all the way up to I've programmed one an IP one to basically act like as a page caller and ender, which has been a, a lot of fun to explore with. Uh, so then up from that, we have the IP six, which is like the IP one on steroids, where it's got suddenly of six knobs and six OLED uh, screens, but then you also have 12 buttons that you can assign to do things. Plus you have six layers. So you can have, it's, you know, it, it's like a ton of IP ones crammed into an IP six. So there's that one. And that means your programming functionality is also much larger, exponentially larger. And then the big boy is IP eight, and that has 12 buttons, six layers, but instead of rotary knobs, it's got um, motorized faders on it. So especially for your scenario that you had brought up, Paco, you know, uh, sometimes you just need like a little like wing console, like a little, you know, sidecar to your DLive. Sometimes people like motorized faders uh, or they want it to feel closer to a mixer uh, or I've seen people like Houses of Worship do it for um, their streaming, their stream mixing. They'll have a little IP8 so they can have little motorized faders going. None of these actually carry audio. It's all just controlled, correct? Bingo. Yes. It's just control data. And what's cool is that with the IP one and the IP six, I mean, you can just run, it's just all data over an ethernet cable and they will take POE. So that's all great. Um, 
The IP8 takes PoE plus, uh, but again, it can if you have a switch that you know can carry that uh, or push that rather, then you can have all of the IP8 run everything on a single cat cable, which is great. But yes, no audio. So what you're saying is with DLive, I could actually have the director downloaded onto a computer or something of that nature. And I don't necessarily have to have a surface. I could use an IP8 if I just needed some local faders. And if I have a touchscreen, let's say actually, you know, whatever touch screen, you know, you want to use, mm. you could run an entire show that way. 100%. If you have a DLive engine and you wanted to use director and an IP8 or any any mixture of the IPs, uh, you could 100% run a whole show that way. It's like sounds like a great fly rig. It is. It's like a super secret little fly rig. And I think it's even, you can find it on the Allen & Heath website as well of just like this really awesome, like condensed fly rig. And there, the the IP8 is very similar to another product that was out there, um, a competitor, but I think it's kind of taken over it. It's the Avion stuff, right? Mm. Uh, in a way, yes, mm -hmm. because uh, I, I guess the Avion doesn't control, it doesn't uh, carry audio either. It's been a while since I've set up Avion, mm -hmm. actually, but I know. Um, yeah, some, something, something similar. Uh, we also uh, have like little mounts and stuff. So mm -hmm. you can like, obviously this is an audio recording, so you can't see me, but behind me, I promise, I have an IP6 uh, mounted on, on a mic stand so that, and it's sitting next to my DLive CTI 1500 so that I've got this like nice little uh, sidecar sitting there so I can do different stuff with my DLive or even with my AHM, depending on what I'm demoing. Uh, but it's nice to be able to mount it to a mic stand like that and kind of put it wherever I need, just like the AVMs. I guess what I was getting at is you could land the IPs, the six or the eight in a orchestra pit or something of that nature where people can mix their own monitors if they had something, you know, maybe some headphones or something like that. Because that's very typical on a Broadway circuit where you would see something like that. Totally. Yeah. And especially in a scenario where, you know, obviously the orchestra members are, don't have their own in-ears because that would be weird. Um, right. So they've right. got a little wedge and that would be the perfect way to give the orchestra people a little bit of control over their monitors is if they're hidden in a pit, for instance, um, without letting them completely like accidentally knock over their whole system or anything like that. Yeah. Just their you know, those mix. cellists, they get know, so excited. Right? <laughs> <laughs> That's fantastic. Samantha, thank you so much. Um, yeah. IP one, IP six, IP eight. They work with all of the, the desks. Uh, with the exception of Q, correct? Uh, no, they work with um, basically Avantis, DLive, and AHM64. Aha, there we go. If you have any questions, please email me at reps at protechm.com. I will have Samantha's contact information in the description. We would love to hear from you. Uh, thank you, Samantha. Yeah, as always, thank you. Thank you.